Well, hello there, boys and girls. My name's Mr. Cack, and this is Rage You Nerds, and we're here to talk to you about WandaVision. WandaVision has now reached episode 5. Are we any less confused? No. Why don't you come join Mr. Cack and Reno as we talk about the batshit insanity that is WandaVision. <laughs> you nerd. <laughs> ah! WandaVision. Episode 5. We got we got some stuff to talk about. We got lots more to talk about. Okay, let's see. We're good? We're good. Alright, so, Reno, I always do this. I ask you in the beginning, the episode that you watched, what is your initial thought, quick summary, how you feeling? I like where this is going. All right. I also am glad that this is a this is a more of a meat and potatoes episode. I'm a meat and potatoes guy. This gives you some more meat and potatoes. It's been giving me string beans and and green beans and and peas and vegetables and stuff I don't want. And then this one's like, here's a big old fat steak. Boom. Have at it. Like, I I, I was really like hoping when Wanda comes out of that hexagon whatever the hex hex that she would just go ham on sword like just go ham yeah so but she so she did and i don't know if you noticed this but people on the internet got super excited when she did the mind control to have all the people point the guns mm-hmm. at director hey haywood 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 yes. haywood haywood you're not wrong either way. The director. <laughs> um, that guy. Because, and now a lot of people maybe ran a little bit too much with this, but it was very Magneto-esque. Right? So I think a lot yeah. of people like that because, you know, technically her father, Magneto, doesn't exist in this current reality. But as we saw by the end but of this his episode... Son and daughter do. But while we saw Ooh. at the end of this episode, maybe that don't matter. Uh, so, uh, but... I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I was not expecting that. That that happened and my jaw dropped. I was like, what? I know there's like rumors and crap that this is gonna happen. Yeah. But I didn't expect it to actually happen. I did. I thought it'd just be rumors. Nope. And then, uh, <laughs> pow, there he is. Pow right in the kisser. Uh, Power out the kisser. So hold on one second. Let let me pull up. There we are. There we are. Okay. So spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you have not seen episode five, calm your calm your pants right now and stop listening. Put your, put your earmuffs on and shut up. This is that. Uh, that's it. That's the warning. I am now about to say something. If you have not seen this episode. That could ruin your day, and I don't want to ruin your day, but that was your warning. Once this alert goes off, I'm saying it. Gloves come off. All right, Reno, so at the end of this episode, Evan Peters appears as yes. as what we assume, because she says Pietro, Pietro is her brother, and what we know in our minds is that Evan Peters was last Technically Pietro. Quicksilver. Technically Pietro, but they never used his actual name in the Fox one. That was kind of their deal. Is that Fox he and the was MCU? Quicksilver, and that was it. Yeah. So they would use the two because because technically a Scarlet Witch did exist did exist in the X Men 
uh, first class universe. Uh, she was just kind of seen. I think her scene might have actually even been deleted to where it showed her using the the powers, but like we never actually saw the little girl's face. I don't think. I think she was just sitting watching TV while her brother was on the on the television. Yeah. Uh, so, or maybe it was Magneto was on the television. So, uh, they worked at that weird deal. So, but my question to you, Reno, is what is more likely? Did she pull, or whoever's running the scenes behind this? pull Quicksilver out of another reality into this reality? Or is this just Evan Peters playing someone that was in the town that Wanda has like, as Darcy said, as Dr. Darcy said, and recasted him as her brother? So, I think that the latter is probably the most likely. But I wish for the first that she pulls him from another reality because then that means that he is now a part of this Marvel universe, uh, what you already was, but I mean, a part of like, but part of the you know, MCU. I, yes. Thank you. Like, like X-Men is now in, in it. It's, it's a thing which it already was, but this is like the first like incorporation on live action. Right. Yeah. Those kids scare the hell out of me. Honestly, what the babies, the, well, they're not babies anymore. They suddenly are five years oh, old. Yeah, yeah. The the what once not so young twins. So so before we before we keep this up, again, those kids scare the hell out of me. But before we <laughs> before we uh, continue discussing Evan Evan Peters' return uh, in a this right here kind of made me laugh a whole lot. Did you ever watch a show called Growing Pains? Yes. So this was Growing Pains opening is what they yeah. essentially did. And I thought that was kind of cool because I did really like Growing Pains. Growing Pains, the television start to Leonardo DiCaprio. Yep. Uh, who then went on to win an Oscar like 40 years later because they kept screwing him. Uh, but so... <laughs> just Yeah, I, the baby vision <laughs> pictures were hilarious. Like... What? <laughs> uh, this is this show has gotten to the point that my wife is like someone that doesn't necessarily like Marvel or comic book based movies or really nerd stuff in general. She's actually gotten really on board with the show, and I think it's more so because she understands the the show references, the references. in the sitcoms because yeah. she's a big sitcom fan. Uh, so I think I think that's been a good time for us. So I, I appreciate now I wish they would have started the series off different to help get everyone on board with it because starting with the two straight sitcom episodes definitely was a weird uh introduction to all of this, but now that they've started bringing in episodes where the curtain is keeps getting pulled back and we're getting some time in reality more, and yeah. some time in WandaVision sitcom reality. Uh, I think it's made it a lot more digestible. Now, Evan Peters, I'm going to agree with you. I think it's really cool to think, oh yeah, she just ripped a Quicksilver out of a reality. What I think is probably going to happen is that we'll probably find out that Evan Peters' character in this reality before he was given the name Pietro in the recasting, because we've seen that the people's names used in the sitcom reality Aren't don't necessarily have to be their real names. Um, actually, here's a weird thing. All the people that are named, like the, all the real names of the people in the sitcom reality, not the sitcom names, but their actual names in the real reality, are names of people that actually make the show WandaVision. 
Oh, really? Yeah, so it's really kind of messed up when the when the credits roll at the end uh, because their you see names their names pop up again. Yep. Uh, so that was well, that's cool. Kind of cool. cool. They get their name out there, you know. Like, yeah. Whatever. So I I think I th- honestly, if I was gonna throw something out there, here's what I here's what I honestly think. I think oh hey. For all the sitcom references they made, hope for the '90s reference. They make it fresh, Prince of Bel Air by Swamp oh, Nola. Oh, I agree. Uh, so I, I think I agree. I, I think the '90s reference. It should be Full House because probably Wanda is Elizabeth Olsen and she's the younger sister to the Olsen twins. But I would be a lot happier if they went Family Matters. Now, should they go Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Because I would argue that that was probably the more interesting of the sitcom families out of those three. For me, yeah, I, I would. I just don't think they will. Uh, I, I think I Full see House the, is the most likely. I, I see just, him going Full House. Just because they've got twins and there's a lot of people that they'll introduce in it. And Now, now they may go with the Full House setup for the sitcom lifestyle. If they do a Fresh Prince opening intro... I think I think that's the I think that's probably the more clever out. Oh yeah, because Full Houses is just that days go by. No, I want Vision to rap. I want Vision to rap an intro to WandaVision. Okay, so now that That'd Swamp the Nola rap ever. <laughs> so now that Swamp Nola has introduced this into my mind, I am going to be super offended. If I don't get a Fresh Prince version of WandaVision intro theme song from Vision. Yeah. Because I've already seen what the what the 2000s-esque uh, sitcom is going to be. It's going to be uh, Modern Family, which I'm fine with. I like Modern Family. Uh, but the 90s one is going to be tricky because that's going to be the one I most associate with. Yep. While I loved Growing Pains, a little bit out, a little bit outside of... Out outside of my full wheelhouse because that was rolling more than I cared, but I was there for pretty much every episode of Family Matters. I was there for a lot of episodes of Full House. I was there for a majority of the episodes of Fresh Prince. Are we gonna get an Urkel, dude? If that'd be weird, it's gonna be it's gonna be Norm. (laughs) It's gonna be Norm. Norm's gonna be Urkel. Oh man! Speaking of Norm, Norm gets knocked out of his uh, his casting mode and brought back yeah. to reality. Vision starts figuring crap out. That that was cool when he starts to explain what he's feeling because, like, you understand, like, he doesn't know who he is. He has no idea what is taking place outside of this town. Yeah. The so you're talking about the ending argument with uh, yeah. with Vision and Wanda, where they both yeah. fly up. They both yeah. Fly. He rises up and he's like. Wanda! And now here's what's really weird uh, about Vision, right? So we now know for sure that that's actually a corpse that she is parading around with inside yep. inside there. Um, and that, that corpse has been brought back to life somehow. And with, with all of the kind of things that we've been getting from uh, Monica Rambeau as she kind of talks about her experience in there, it really seems like Vision isn't sentient. Vision's a puppet. 
So what this is, is this is Wanda. She has created herself. She's in the same way that she allowed a sword member to not only join the cast, but made it a prominent member of the cast. It seems like while Wanda's going through this mental breakdown, she continues to create things that are going to snap her out of this. Because Vision, and she's made him this way, is going to keep pushing at this until he solves it. Because that's what Vision is. Like, that's what Vision does. That's what he does, yeah. Uh, so, it, so, it's very... Here, here's where I really, like, a question that I have that I want answered. Is how did his body go from being in Wakanda, where they probably could have fixed him, right? Yeah. To... Oh, we're just gonna give him a sword. So I think I think sword I think sword is a bad guy. I think sword I think the sword organization is is more nefarious than what they're leading on right now. And I think yeah. maybe the nefariousness behind it happened during the blip. Uh, so I think when director Hayward Haywood whatever the whatever the hell his name is I think when he took over from monica's mom or maybe we find out monica's mom no she's gonna be good because she was in yeah. captain marvel and she was good there i can't see her yeah, taking. Uh, otherwise they wouldn't have killed her off yeah so I, I think this current director i think when he took over in his short time and maybe before that while he was undermining because monica's mother was sick leading up to the blip uh so he probably had more acting agency within there while she was being taken care of in the hospital and while monica was focusing on her mother i think maybe he is involved in some nefarious plot here. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But for as much as he wanted to talk about how she desec or she was misusing Vision's body in terms of what his, his uh, living will was or whatever. Listen, when we saw Vision's body, it was chopped up to pieces in that sword laboratory. Yeah. And how the heck did it get that way? Because it wasn't that way when we last saw him. And sword... They changed their name because it, it used to be something different, as Monica made reference to in, in season four, where it has now became sentient weapons. And she's like, but you're doing a lot of creation. I do think that they are trying to to recreate Vision. Maybe trying to recreate Ultron. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but it does That's seem awesome. like Sword is more nefarious as each episode passes. Now, Monica's not going to be involved with that because she was blipped. Uh, so she's going to be abstained, but I think maybe the director. And listen, if this all sets up for there to be another reveal that Hydra had infiltrated another uh, organization and now it's all Hydra controlled, I'd be fine. I, I'm super bummed that Hydra was one off. Uh, yeah, as the way it says, it was. like they've already hinted around at it that Hydra is involved with the commercials. So I, still, I think it's likely. I still think the commercials are just her memories trying to put, because like each memory still is about things that happened to her. Uh, like, literally, yeah. literally, they brought up Lagos, and then the commercial after that was brought up once Wanda went out into the real world was a commercial about Lagos and, and cleaning up mistakes that you didn't mean to make. So it does seem like these commercials are heavily influenced by what Wanda's processing in some of her bad memories. Uh, and it's going to be super weird when we get us a... Uh, there's got to be one about, like, Vision's death, right? Yeah, there's gonna be some there weird. Be. There's gonna be some weird commercials coming up, like a funeral home or something. Now, speaking of funeral home, speaking of Vision's death, there was something that became very clear this episode. So, some, there's two things, honestly. So, the children, Vision asks why there are no other children in this town. 
I asked that question when they did the uh, when they did the talent show for the children for the children, and there were no children present, nor had we seen any children at that point in time. Where are the children? What does that have to do with the overall plot? I don't know, but I think there's something happening to kids, man. I don't, I don't know until we start seeing yeah. actual kids in a town of three thousand nine hundred eighty-two. Listen, there's no town that exists with that population that doesn't have at least one other kid before two magical twins appear. Yeah. Uh, and then there was the moment where the dog died suddenly uh from eating leaves from eating leaves from the azalea bush just a lot of weirdness in the death of that dog the dog also uh went after a uh went after a uh, an outlet and created the sparks so it seemed like maybe there was something wrong with that dog from jump it's a suicidal dog <laughs> maybe it wasn't even a real dog I, I do think that there is someone... So, again, we've had songs about controlling. The yakety yak don't talk back. We've had episodes talking about what would you do for your man. So, like, the first episode, one of the subtle things there was making sure you take care of your man. What would you do for your man? Well, Wanda brought back to life her man uh, yeah. by stealing his corpse and animating it like a weird puppet thing. And, and now you have the children being born. We already had for the children. Now the children are here. So, was the For the Children thing about Wanda's children? Was that all an encouragement for Wanda to have kids? Agnes had also mentioned a lot about school enrollment, uh, about her being pregnant, about when kids would be coming. Other people, so the Heart Dinner, they had asked about kids too. There, there seems to be someone that wanted these kids to appear. And now that the kids are here, it seems like maybe they're being leveraged to see if Wanda can use her powers to bring back the dead. So I don't know yeah. if that is something that would be used to further whatever the end game is for Vision, or if whoever's working to mess with Wanda's mind or to help amplify what's going on with Wanda is trying to bring someone back to life. Yeah. I just I don't, I don't know, but that was the, that was a creepy moment for me when they when they had the dead dog and the children go. Uh, you said you said family was bring forever. Him back, bring Mama. him back. Bring him back. The kids just nonchalantly, without any tears over their dead dog, were like, "Mom, just bring the dog back to life." I do think there is something super suspicious, and, and I think that's one of the keys that will continue to unravel. But I think I think using Wanda to bring back the dead for someone specifically. So I don't know if there is someone that you know, we still haven't figured out who the big bad is ultimately that is kind of helping push this this scenario to allow Wanda's mental break to continue going all wild. I do think Wanda is probably the secondary bad guy as much as you want to call someone that has never I been allowed I, to deal with grief <laughs> to yeah. be a bad guy. I think by the time this is over, though, it's a very good possibility that she could be the big bad going forward. Yeah, no, I think I think ultimately this is going to break her because she's going to end up when this is all said and done. No matter what salvation, no matter what redemption she has, by the end of this, she is going to be left with this. A dead vision, potentially non-existent twins, a dead brother, dead team members all about... Her home country was destroyed after being lifted up into the air. 
Like, when this is all said and done, she's going to be left with nothing, and I do think uh, that she is going to go about rip, you know, wreaking havoc. And I think eventually we will see Wanda's story put to rest in some way, shape, or form in Multiverse of Madness. Oh, so. Some people have said Multiverse of Madness is a weird name, but the acronym is MOM. And are we going to see us a mad mom? <laughs> Could you just imagine that? This reality gets dropped, the sitcom reality gets dropped, but she doesn't let go of the fact that she did have kids, and she goes on this rampage to find like a reality. Mommy, yeah, mommy rampage. She goes on this rampage through realities to find her kids. I don't know. Again, I think there's going to be something twisted about who the who the you know there has to be another force. This isn't all just Wanda, because clearly there's someone trying to push Wanda towards something, and that something right now looks like bringing back life or creating life, or maybe it's just pushing her to the point that she goes to other realities to find replacement lives. I don't know. I'm just curious, and I think that's a good spot to be in as a viewer. Yeah, because a lot of people were curious after the first two episodes and it wasn't a good curious it was a why the hell am I what watching this <laughs> uh, not for what me what is going on on my TV I was all about the weirdness from Jump so I've, I've been enjoying this but I do agree with Reno I think episode 4 really kicked things up a notch and episode 5 has kind of continued with that while still going back to the sitcom reality and still leaving us hanging on some things I do think that dog is a shady, shady little a-hole. I think there was something up with that dog. I think Agnes is involved in, to some degree because she is the neighbor that always shows and, and Vision's starting to figure this out, too. That yeah. someone's always going to show up when it seems the most convenient with the most convenient things to help in that situation. And Agnes literally did that twice in this episode. So I think the... I think all the people thinking that Agnes is actually Agatha Harkness, who is a villain who worked for Mephisto, um, kind of feeds that. I would be surprised if Mephisto ends up being the overall bad guy. I think that's a little bit of a weird jump to make. Especially since when you're Marvel, you always have to consider the Chinese market. And the Chinese market is not a big fan of Ghost and time travel and devils <laughs> i will say that that shot that we just watched where they're on the drone and she's like looks at him and just like oh eyes creepy turned red creepy. creepy and you also knew you also knew crap was about to go down yeah but no i thought it was a good episode i'm super excited for what episode six may hold uh because vision again is going to keep digging and digging at this but I don't think Vision yeah. makes it after this series is over. I think I think Vision's dead, dead uh, once we get to episode nine. Oh yeah. But I agree. I do still think there is some some other force that we have not fully seen. I think Mephisto has been alluded to a lot. I do agree with some theories that say that that is just to mess with us nerds that that scour over these episodes a little bit too intently. And do these, you know, videos of reacting to it like we're currently doing? Because because Marvel Marvel is very well accustomed to messing with their fan base by doing stuff in trailers oh, yeah. that doesn't actually make anything. Like, 
for the longest time, we thought, oh, uh, Thor was going to have both his eyeballs. Yeah. And boy, were we wrong when we got to watch the movie itself. That got changed around real quick. Yep. So while Loki does have a shot in its trailer of a devil-like character in a church <laughs> stained glass window painting that looks like maybe it's Mephisto. I mean, Mephisto. Also, we got that wrong last week. It is Mephisto. I watched so many theory videos where people kept saying Mephisto. I'm like, well, we said it wrong. We said it wrong. Mephisto, really. Mephisto, tomato, tomato. Devil, devil, whatever. whatever. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's the same character. But so, you want to call him. But I think I would be happy if Mephisto ends up being because I think that's a wild take. I think that is a wild way to go uh, for these series. I think you can take that jump with with this show and with Loki because again, you probably can't do it for the movies. Because you want your movies to get that Chinese money, uh, and China's not too big on that. Movies like Ghostbusters aren't allowed to be shown in China. Back to the yeah. Future is technically blacklisted from China cinema. Chinese cinema. Because they don't like time travel either. Time travel is also a big no-no. Avengers Endgame had to actually appease their censor boards to get it approved to be played in China. Because time travel was involved. And again, it's a big no-no. It's a big no-no. It's a weird thing. I don't know, man. But. Weird. That's where the money be. All right, Reno. Anything? I thought this was interesting, too. I don't know what the hell it's going to come with. Uh, but I just thought it was really cool. The whole moment was badass, yes. Uh, yeah. But the weird red thing kind of spiraling out. Does that. Has she, like, changed what that. Something, yeah. Like, has she made it to where now people can't go in? Like, if you try to go in, you, you just get automatically ejected. Uh, also, haven't touched base on it yet, but Monica, when she was talking to Dr. Darcy, had mentioned that she had a aerophysicist that would be down to help create uh, the tank needed to potentially penetrate uh, the hex. Uh, so a lot of people are kind of up in arms as to what character that might be introducing. Because it seems like that's a really good way to introduce another comic book character. But who? But who? I don't but know. whom? But whom? Yeah, yeah, because we don't know who the subject is. Uh, ah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know, though. I don't know whom it would be. <laughs> I don't know to whom it would be. Whom? Uh, <laughs> So again, this moment right here, super creepy, because you heard the dog, and then, and then all of a sudden, Agnes appears, dead. and the dog's dead, but she had enough time to wrap up the dog. I don't know, man. I don't trust that dog. I don't trust Agnes. I don't trust Agnes. Anything that's taking place in that hex, I don't trust. So I, I again, I do think Wanda's in control of the hex to a, a large degree. I think she's the one that's keeping up the sitcom uh, facade. She's aware of it at times, but she doesn't think it's bad. Yeah. But I do think there is something within that hex that is trying to to use this moment to manipulate her. So I, I'm interested to see who the big bad's going to be. I also think Swords' director is a, is a scumbag. I think that'll be revealed as these episodes roll along. 
but last week was episode five. This week will be episode six. So last week, this week, that's essentially the midpoint of the series. Um, if something big's going to start happening to reach that climax, it's going to happen this next episode. So I'm interested to yeah. see what this Friday has to offer. Reno, any closing thoughts on, on WandaVision? I just hope it keeps getting better and better, man. Ah, man, I thought this was cool. Where where she was like, can't I? He's like, you can't just you can't just uh, walk away and end this, can't I? Can't. No, you can't just control me like you. You can't control me like you do the rest of them, can't I? And I think yeah. that is a, another one of those moments where she's literally having an argument with herself. Yeah. But I thought this was cool where this starts rolling, and then uh, they walk out and it just kind of blips out for a little bit. Yeah. But yes, I'm not done. We're not done. <laughs> the more aware of the weird sitcom reality that Vision becomes, the more I truly like this. But the fly. I want to see the fly. Yeah. I, it, it, we got to end it. Yes. Stop lying. Yeah. Get up there, Vision. Vision keeps getting so close to, to unraveling this, and his pants are so far up on his belly button, man. Yeah. Like, those are almost really to tell, his nips. You can also really tell, like, right there, like, he doesn't have the Mind Stone. Like, before, it was very glowy and bright, so you could see it. And now it's just like, there's something there, but it's not the Mind Stone. Oh, I mentioned this in a text to you, Reno, but I didn't say it on this. So let me make it, a, let me make it Facebook official. The Hex is something that only appears within the reality, sit, or within the sitcom reality, and as the location of the sitcom reality. But there's one time that we see a hexagon in the real reality. And that is the arrangement of the degrees or diplomas or rec accommodations in the sword director's office. They are arranged in a hexagon shape. I wonder if the sword director is Mephisto. I think that's also a very good point! But also, listen... This could just be Marvel messing with us. 100%. Marvel does next, this Next, next too episode much. could throw us off all of this, and we'd be like, God, I can't believe we thought that last episode. But, I mean, there have been, there have been people that have come out from WandaVision that have said a lot of these fan theories are heading in the right path. So, but that, of course, they didn't clarify whose path was right. But there are a well, lot of really intelligent, diligent nerds that are hitting in the ballpark of where this is truly going. And that's why I think there is some good smoke to the Mephisto thing. I do think there's some good smoke to Agnes being Agatha Harkness. I think that's going to be one of one of the more easy on-the-nose reveals once we finally get to it. Uh, uh, this is what I don't understand. She acts like surprised. Well, I think it's in her mind coping with what, what she's yeah, doing. Like, like she's done this, right? She had to have done this. So. But what if she didn't? We don't know. So, again, that's that's where it is. Uh, they keep yeah. painting this as all Wanda's doing. And I don't know if I necessarily agree that this is all Wanda's doing. So his line, his line at the end, hey, who's the popsicle? <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> was, yeah, that was hilarious. Was I, it's going to be so sad because Evan Peters is only going to be in this for probably at least one more episode. Yeah, and that, and that he's he's such a good he's actor. He's a great actor, man. He is such a great He's hilarious. 
Pietro? Also, did you notice when she came out of the hex to confront Sword, that European accent came back real thick? Oh, yeah. And that's that's another a weird thing. Another weird thing, though, right? Like, why is the accent disappearing? Why why, why so did she weird? why did she drop her accent while she's in the sitcom reality? Yeah. I don't know. I we're gonna get to it. I feel like at the at like episode seven or eight, this is going to become basically a character study of the emotional breakdown of Wanda. But I'm so curious, man. I am so curious as to what all of this crap ultimately means. Um yeah. But I think I think we're I think we're pretty much in agreement that this is essentially a story of a superpowered lady that is having an emotional and mental breakdown, and it just so happens to be in sitcom format. Yeah. Why? Who knows? Who the laugh track Reasons. actually is? Because I still think there are actually people laughing for the laugh track. I don't know where they're at. Yeah, that has to be coming from somewhere. And the fact that this is being broadcast makes me feel like that just has to be that someone intentionally wants this to be seen by them i don't I, I i have so many questions and again i think that's a really good spot to be in right now uh i i just hope weeks i hope episode six gives us more answers reno any any final thoughts about wandavision i guess it man all right I'm ready buddy. for the next episode I'm ready for the next episode as well all right well reno thank you for joining me on another wonderful romp into wandavision uh Swamp Nola, thank you for throwing out the the hope of having a Fresh Prince of Bel Air uh, sitcom for the '90s decade, which should be this episode, right? We should get yeah '90s decade. This, this was episode. '80s, right? Yeah, this was this was more '80s uh, because yeah. Growing Pains, I think Heyday was the '80s. I don't know if it it might have made it into early '90s, but I think it was more so '80s. Um, yeah. I also would be fine, honestly, and I know it's not as beloved as some of the other uh, sitcoms of the '90s. But I think we shouldn't discredit Home Improvement or, or Step by Step. Now, I know Step by Step Ooh. is a big underdog in all of this. Yeah. But their theme song's pretty on point. Step by Step, Day by Day. <laughs> but I think Fresh Prince of Bel-Air would be cool, but I just don't, I don't think we get it. But all right, well, I thank you. I don't think we're that lucky. So next Tuesday, we'll be back to discuss episode six. Uh, if you're watching this on Twitch, give us a like, follow, subscribe, or whatever, because uh, we'd love to have you back to come chat and listen to us next week. Uh, if you're listening to this on Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts, give this, give this show a follow and come back and listen to us, you crazy goofballs. And if you're watching this on YouTube, there's, there's a button with a thumbs up. Click that. Unless you didn't like this. And then if you didn't like this, you should click the subscribe button. Also, if you like this, you should click the subscribe button. If you hit that thumb down, I'll know about it and I'll come find you. <laughs> Love you. Oh, Bye. Creepy. <laughs> well, I'm giving this a dislike for sure. <laughs> uh, see y'all later. See you next week. Goodbye.